0: Hey, welcome to My Millennial Money Express. I'm Glenn James and I'm with Victoria Divine. How are you, Victoria?
1: I'm well, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm well. You may know Victoria from a banging podcast called
1: She's, She's on, on the, the money. money.
0: Wow. I feel a bit like a celebrity-like starstruck person here. Don't even start. <laughs> so, we're coming to you live. Not really. Semi-live. Semi-live from your office in Melbourne. We are. And I thought we would have a chat about some questions that my listeners have written in, but you get the same type of questions.
1: I do. I do. We have a lot of crossover with our demographics and target market and And the types of questions we get. Yeah.
0: The first one, and I I will say this to start with, we're going to talk about a question with money and relationships. Now, neither of us, as far as I'm aware, are relationship counsellors or professionals, so... We just want to first acknowledge that there are situations where um, partners can feel trapped in a relationship, you know, financially, emotionally, all the uh, relationship abuse and stuff, uh, but we just want to have the general discussion around that. Absolutely. And, you know, we totally are aware of the gravity of the situation when someone is trapped in a relationship because of money and whatnot
1: but we should still be having the conversation around it.
0: Exactly. And having said that, I like to use these questions to have a bit of fun as well. Let's go. So, so don't send your so don't send your bad reviews in because this is, you know, just a fun question, okay?
1: I mean, I do have a background in mediation You and do? Psychology. Oh, you're a
0: psychologist. So well, I'm not,
1: not a registered psychologist, yeah, but, but I have but, done a, yeah. a couple of degrees in psych.
0: Yeah, that's right. Done
1: some family counselling, done wow. some mediation. Well, there we go. So, we can pretend we're coming from an educated
0: totally. background. Well, here we go. And I'll keep the name anonymous. My boyfriend and I have different priorities for our money. He wants to buy a house and I want to go on holidays and save for a wedding. So, now he saves for the house while I pay for the fun. What are your thoughts on this?
1: I find that really interesting because that's such a divergent way of thinking. Totally. Like, if you guys are planning on getting married and, you know, living your life together, are you really on the same page? Exactly. I don't know how I feel about that, if I'm honest.
0: Yeah. I I just kind of think, like, with this stuff, you know, you want to save for a wedding, like... So, you want to effectively be committed to old mate forever and ever, amen. Does he want to be committed to you forever and ever, amen?
1: I don't know if that's how I see it. He wants to buy a house. To me, buying a house these days is often more of a commitment with someone than getting married. That's true. But I think this comes back to, and this is something that I talk about a lot on my podcast. You've probably heard me harp on about before. Yeah. It's money stories. Yeah. And, you know, sitting down with your partner and having a really good conversation about what page you're on and what your money story is and why your priorities are your priorities. Like, why do you want to get married and save for a holiday above and beyond buying a house? Like, why is that the focus for you? And why is your partner wanting to buy a house? Like, What pages are you on and where are you going? If you don't know where you're at with those things, like it's going to be hard. And
0: again, we can only uh, make assumptions on this situation. And that's why we kind of say, loosen up. This is mainly for entertainment purposes and don't do anything we say on a freaking podcast. But
1: General advice. General advice
0: and all that. But even like, you know, she says, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, we don't know if the boyfriend's 10 years older and wants to kind of settle down. We don't know if she's Oh, we've got
1: no idea what their priorities are, but asking us what our thoughts on this are is an interesting way to approach it as well because at the end of the day, the way you manage your relationship is personal and the way that you set your priorities in a relationship is personal. I couldn't care less how you do it. The only thing I care about is whether you're happy or not and whether the goals that you're setting are being achieved.
0: Yeah, and that's important because you know, he wants to buy a house and I want to go on holidays and save for a wedding. You know, those things, it actually doesn't matter. It could be he wants to start a chicken farm and I want to go and get my pilot's license. So, the actual things don't matter the more I think about this. So, what I would generally say to people when I'm coaching them from a financial planning point of view, we've got more strength in attacking goals if we're all on the same page and – actually putting all our resources and energy towards one goal that we both agree on first. And that might be, hey, we're going to go on a banging holiday together. Then we'll come back and either do the wedding or the house or whatever.
1: Yeah, and setting some short-term and some long-term goals because that holiday could be really short-term. Like we don't know if she wants to go have a holiday in Sydney or if she wants to go to Europe for three months.
0: Absolutely. So again, communication is the problem and the solution. And I think it's good to fight this stuff out. Um,
1: I don't know, a fight is well, the right like, word, no. <laughs> but share our <laughs> journeys. Crash,
0: yeah, fight. Um, what if people say wrestle?
1: Wrestle? I don't know. That's so strange, yeah, right? I don't know. But I do think that they should be sitting down, having a really good chat about their priorities and what that means because yeah. to me, a wedding and holidays are quite short term. So, you know, a wedding could, who knows what her budget for that is. That like, could be a $5,000 wedding, could be a $100,000 wedding. Mm. We don't know. And I've
0: been to both of them. Like, and
1: they both end up married, exactly, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Crazy.
0: Yeah. I went to this wedding once and there was 450 people there. Oh my gosh. And it cost over 120 grand.
1: Oh, that's insane. Yeah.
0: Amazing though.
1: That's insane. Uh, I'm sure it was. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you this are walking ridiculous. away from a wedding the next day and it's kind of like, well, have you got out of this exactly what you put in?
0: Mm, mm. So anyway, ROI. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, my podcast this week is actually on weddings. So is it really? Like, yeah, it is. Wow. It is. W- when's that come out? On Wednesday morning.
0: Okay, well, we're recording this Monday, the 9th of September. I'm going to go back to the hotel and get this out tonight so people can listen okay. tomorrow and listen to your podcast.
1: That That's super. But also, that's our last podcast for the season. Oh, really? So, how, long are,
0: how long are you having a break for?
1: Undetermined at this point. Haven't worked out if we're going to... You know, go straight into another season or mm. get some stuff done and then come back with a banging season in the new year. Yeah. I haven't worked it out yet. But yeah,
0: I'm sure whatever you do will be a success.
1: Fingers crossed. Yeah. Thanks for your confidence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, I, I think... Um,
1: Short-term and long-term goals, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. No, that's cool. Well, I'm excited to see where uh, you take she's on the money.
1: Very far, you get, I hope. Do you
0: get feminists... Um, have a go at you for saying she's on the money?
1: I th- I've got a couple. Um, I've got a couple of inboxes recently of people who aren't in love with my name, but that's okay from my point of view. Like at the end of the day, she's on the money is for people who align to she's on the money, not necessarily are a she. Yeah. So.
0: Interesting. Because I, I like I've listened to your podcast, so I'd imagine there'd be plenty of males who listen.
1: Oh, there's a heap. I mean,
0: I've learned stuff from you.
1: I mean, our target demographic is clearly women. But at the end of the day, we've still got some pretty banging males in the group well, as well. And they contribute on Facebook and tag us in things on Instagram. And I love it.
0: But there's, you know, money has no gender or anything. It's no. All the same. No. At the, <laughs> the end of the day, the, the advice message, we're putting out yeah. is
1: exactly the same as the advice we'd put anywhere else for any gender. Yeah. It's just, I knew that by creating She's on the Money, I'd create that woman-centric community that comes along with that.
0: And I guess the um, you know, the principles are the same, but the message is gift wrap in a way that you vibe.
1: Yeah. And I feel like it's aligned to me as well.
0: Totally. And if you don't like it, you don't have to listen.
1: Yeah, like that's fine. Do you reckon it's
0: funny like you get like bad reviews and stuff and it's like people review is if they've paid like hundreds of dollars to listen to an episode and they're really jacked up.
1: I often feel like people are unnecessarily harsh for a podcast that I don't even have sponsored. So. Yeah, I
0: know. It's so funny, like, when we started my podcast, it was in the bedroom, like, the spare bedroom of my house, and it was horrendous, but we were just doing it. And yeah, but you
1: do it because you love it. Like, that's why we're here as well. We're doing it because I just love talking about money, and it was the outlet that kind of was the next thing that I had on my list.
0: Totally. So, Jess asks, and I was keeping her name <laughs> private.
1: All right. Good work. Let's rephrase yeah. that.
0: So, we've got another listener asking, Un unsure if it's been covered, but I find myself comparing my financial situation to my friends, especially as they've traveled extensively, bought a home, etc. due to being financially supported by parents in many ways. I'm not, so I feel, quote unquote, behind.
1: I find this such an interesting conversation. Love it. The cost of comparison, right?
0: Did you recently do an episode on this?
1: Yeah, I did. Did you listen? No. No, I didn't think (laughs) you would have. Um, I will. Yeah, the cost of comparison is something I did an episode recently on because I just see so many people comparing their journeys to the journeys of others. Mm. And whilst we can be in a situation where we're comparing ourselves to friends that we know are financially supported by their parents, often we're in situations where well, we don't know what someone's actual financial journey is. So sometimes you'll see a friend buying a house, you go, wow, they must have saved up for ages for that. But in the background, you find out, or you might not find out that their parents have helped them out with the deposit, but they haven't been transparent about that. Yeah. So I think it's really important to just be aware of your own financial journey, your own circumstances, and just go, you know what, my journey's my journey. What's the best I can do for my mm. story? Not what, what's the best my friends can do, and then I'll feel bad about it.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of the time, like, your friends, like, yeah, sure, if they've got parents who have helped them out, that's nice, but a lot of the other friends that you've got, they might be doing stuff with money they don't have, so it could be propped up with
1: debt. 100%. Debt is private as well. No one tells you how much credit card debt they're in.
0: And I would also say, comparison is the true thief of joy.
1: 100%.
0: And I've also would like to add, I'm just looking at those crunchies over there. I'm going to have 10 one before out I die. i be denying the dream. Off. Yeah. Um, the only person you should be comparing yourself with is the you of yesterday. Yeah. That's the only first. Like, how far have you come? You, Basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I'm
1: feeling it. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, absolutely. Because I struggle as well. Like, I see these people doing all this cool stuff, and I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that. But it's like, no, no. How far have I come?
1: Oh, percent what, What's the
0: process I've made? What's the value I've added to the society or to the people in my life? So,
1: But we all do it as well. I think that that's something worth pointing out. So mm. just because you're in a situation where you're comparing yourself to a friend who's, you know, been financially supported by a parent, like it happens as you grow and as you develop as a person, you're envious of the person who has one step up in you one step up in a career to you, you're envious of someone who does something different to you. I think it's worth stepping back. And that's something that I've learned really recently, or not so recently. I've just learned maybe over the last year. And that's don't compare my journey to the journey of others because it hinders the way my plan is panning out. I set goals for myself and be like, oh, I'd really love to do that. And then I just go for it. Yeah. And I know that that sounds like a really entitled thing to say. But I've, I've just come so far and, you know, stopped myself from doing so many things. And like, I used to suffer terribly from self-sabotage where I'd, you know, have all these great plans and then just not do them or stop myself from doing them. And it's kind of like, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? Mm. People say no.
0: Yeah. And I think with the whole like comparison, like I've got friends and their parents were very, very wealthy, right? Extremely. And they basically all got a million dollar property outright with cash.
1: I'm up for adoption.
0: Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm free anytime. Um, yeah, I'm free. I um, negotiate with my parents. But the problem that that can lead is you living a false economy. Now, what I mean by that is you've 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 been given this thing and you haven't had to earn it. You haven't had to work for it. You haven't had to have the sense of gratitude. Maybe or maybe not. I don't know. but I just think... Just compare yourself to yesterday.
1: I like that. I think compare yourself to yesterday.
0: To the you of yesterday. Yeah. So, it's also that it's this um, dichotomy of you've got to do the you of tomorrow a favor today and compare yourself to the you of yesterday of how far you've come. And that's not just in money. That's in like emotion, physically, relationally, all the alleys
1: looking at you so strangely. I I would absolutely agree with that. I think it's it's really interesting that people like at the end of the day, we are hardwired to compare ourselves to other people. Because at the end of the day, for evolution, we needed to do better than other people to be successful, right? Mm. Like and you take that back to like caveman times. Like mm. if someone else caught a bigger fish than you, yeah, they were gonna be better off. Absolutely. And so we see people In a way that I don't think we need to anymore because we're not primates anymore.
0: You know the best thing that's happened in recent times?
1: You hanging out with me.
0: That and also (laughs) Instagram ditching the like count.
1: I really like that. so good. I think it's changed the way people are engaging with your posts as well.
0: So good. Because it's like, I know people who've put it up as like bait. Like, I don't know. It's just... I like it.
1: I like it too because I think that it then goes back to true engagement. Like, why are you putting that up? Do you actually want your friends to see it and like it, mm. or are you wanting to create engagement on those posts?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. But um, thanks for coming on, and thanks for having me, Victoria. You can find her podcast. She's on the money.
1: who? Well, hey, get on it.
0: Instagram: She's on the money. Facebook: She's on the money.
1: She's on the money. Aus. 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 A-U-S.
0: She's on the money. We're on the money.
1: Yeah. Look, that, maybe that's our next brand venture.
0: We're on the money. They're on the money. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> See ya. If you are after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. In fact, it's a general advice podcast. But if you do want somebody to talk to, jump onto sortyourmoneyout.com and click on get help. And I'll be able to put you in touch with an advisor or a mortgage broker who can actually sit down with you or have a Skype or a Zoom meeting and really work out what you need based on your own personal circumstances.